Be your beliefs and face what they are under what title you think best. What better is there than to have living proof of a living God within you, always present, never absent, ready, willing, anxious, desiring to relieve you of aches and pains, prolong life to its full span, to make existence more pleasant and harmonious, which will place you in coordination with itself, which is within you in superabundance if it can get through obstructions, impediments, which exist between it and your body. Every chiropractor, whether he realizes it or not, every time he corrects the impediment between the living God and man, is an apostle of that living God, bringing into reality the living intellectual God from above, permitting it to work through the living material bodies of all mankind. It is a living, provable God in man, the very soul and law of his being. What greater joy hath man to know that he is making possible an explanation of the superior God the living human God because of what he does as he does it when he does it to get sick people well it's my favorite BJ quote what greater joy right I cannot tell you anything greater than a pregnant mama like I told you guys last week like a pregnant mama who had come in because she wanted to do a VBAC and has a successful VBAC I can't tell you greater joy then another pregnant mama comes in yesterday and says, baby's head down, right? The baby wasn't head down before. I can't tell you a greater joy than another pregnant mama who comes in as a new patient yesterday. And listen to this. This is amazing. This is the first time it's ever happened in, in 31 years. She says, um, she's, the last time she was a chiropractor, she was, she was 15, and now she's like almost 30. And she says to me, um, the reason I'm coming today is because... Um, uh, I'm like 35 weeks pregnant and my pelvis is, I think my pelvis is kind of slanted and tilted and I want the best possible um, potential for birth because I had a C-section last time because the baby got held up and I did some research and I found out that, you know, if, if the pelvis is kind of tilted, then it's not going to allow the, you know, the, the baby to go through the birth canal very easily. I'm like, exactly, like, holy cow, where you been? Um, what greater joy, right? What greater joy? than to adjust a little girl who I adjusted her yesterday and I've been adjusting her for several months now. When I first met her, she was uh, she was probably nine months old, not crawling, not rolling, right? Not trying to walk. And within a short period of time, between adjustments and exercises I gave the mom, this girl has just like completely transformed. She's now walking and starting to talk. And she, so she went through the rolling, the crawling, everything, right? Like it just, she, her, her mom's like, you just turn something on, right? It, whatever. And that's exactly it, right? That's exactly it. The, 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 the brain is disconnected as Dr. Melillo would talk about. You know, you want to learn more about Dr. Melillo's work, aside from checking his stuff out, like Disconnected Kids. Next quarter, the advanced pediatric uh, diagnosis class is where we talk a lot about him. So, um, but that's it. It's disconnected. The brain's disconnected. You reconnect the brain. Now... The brain understands what to do. The brain understands how to work with the environment, right? How to how to interact with itself. The, the the sensory portion and the motor portion are not connected. And that's what chiropractic does, is we kind of connect those two pieces. Right? Doesn't doesn't isn't that beautiful? Isn't that simple? I'm not doing I'm not putting one of my favorite quotes. I don't know if it was BJ or Reggie Gold, I can't remember who said this, but we put nothing into the body, we take nothing away from the body, we just remove interference right? We put nothing in, we take nothing away. So I'm not putting, and now, yes, I'm putting a force in, 
right? But I'm not putting it in, like in other words, an injection, a, 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 you know, supplement, whatever, a pill. I'm, nothing's going into the body. Nothing's coming out of the body. I'm not taking anything out, removing an organ, removing something, right? All we're doing is removing interference and allowing, you know, the, 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 the essence of that person, the, the motor system and the sensory system, if they're not totally connected and totally working the way they're supposed to, they're not going to be, they're not going to be expressed their fullest potential, right? Because if you try to reach out, you know, with your hand or your foot or whatever, and you're not feeling things, right? You can't sense where you are. That's what this is all about, right? What greater joy than to have a child with autism. So yesterday, I've been seeing him for about a month now. We're about to do a first re-exam. The first time I saw him, the first time I saw this boy, he's four years old, nonverbal autism. This kid screamed like a banshee, right? Um, like it was scary screaming, like just hysterical. The, the dad's, and I was like, you know what? We're done with the exam. You know, we did a little bit of it. We were able to get, you know, do some of the pre-reflexes and we started to get some of the other things we wanted to do. He just was not having it. And he pitched a fit. And I was like, no, we're done. And the, and the dad's holding him. And the mom's holding his legs. And, and they're like, no, no, you finished the exam. I said, no, I want to earn his trust, right? And to, 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 fit, to like make the exam be done, that's not what we're going to do. We're going to give him time, right? We're going to allow him to get to know me. He, I come in yesterday. So we adjust him. Special needs kids, really the, the really challenged ones, we go and have them go into like a back room so because we have a big open adjusting area like a thousand foot square foot adjusting area. So uh, where we have five benches, but it's, that's too chaotic for these kids. So they go into a private room in the back. So <clears throat> they're in the back and I walk in and sit down with them and he's sitting on dad's lap like he usually does. Uh, and by the way, you don't have to adjust someone, especially kids. You do not have to adjust kids lying face down on a bench. For those of you who have never heard of that before. That, that, that's ideal. It's lovely. But I'm telling you when you do special needs kids, it's not going to happen in the beginning with a lot of them. Um, so, because uh, you go face down like this, you become very vulnerable, right? Polyvagal uh, thought process. Here, you're, you have, you're very vulnerable. You are very, uh, you, you're, you raise your, into, from your hierarchy, you go from social engagement to no engagement, right? Which is like threat. And that kind of raises, that raises their bristles and it's really not a good place. So understand that. You know, you may never even heard of that before, but you do not have to adjust them lying face down. So, He's sitting in dad's lap, actually hugging. Dad's hugging him. That's how he's, we've been working with this. Um, and he, I come in the room and he looks at me and he says, hi. Right? Like, holy cow. He's never said hi to me before. Right? And I'm adjusting him and he's not, he's not, doesn't, I'm doing tonal work with him. I don't do like traditional stuff with him. Network best, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, SOT. So I'm doing some tonal work on him and, um, it's amazing. At the end, he looks at me, and there's another first. I said, "Give me a high five. And usually, like the dad is the coax him. Come on, give me a high five. Give me a high five. And then he might give me like some lame old high five. Yeah, he just went and slapped my hand. I say, "Yes, yes, you gave me a high five. You said hi to me, right?" And then he they they get up to to leave, and we they, they go out of the back room and they go around the corner and around the corner, you know, to get um to get out to the front area and then walk out and that's right Adrian the power's on he got, and and I'm walking behind him right and the intern who was with me is walking behind me and he turns around and he says bye I'm like oh my god 
oh my God, this he's coming alive. You know, you know what? There's one of my, here's a great quote for you guys. I'm going to write you a grateful quote for you guys. Measurable, I don't know how to spell the word measurable. Measurable progress in reasonable time. That's an amazing quote. That's not my quote. That's actually a Jim Rohn quote, another great speaker. Um, measurable progress in reasonable time. So like when you're in clinic, you know, you're in student and outpatient clinic, you're writing down goals. You know, my goal for this boy isn't to get him to talk, right? You can't make that happen. That's my wish. It's my dream. It's my hope. It's my desire, my vision. But, you know, that, that's not the goal, right? However, it is really neat to see these changes. You know what my goals are for these kids is, is I want to see changes in print reflexes. I want to see changes in eyes. I want to see changes in tone, uh, you know, in, in posture. Those things we can measure, right? Because that's an expected result. Because here's the deal. When I see those things change, when I see print reflexes start going away, retained reflexes go away, when I start seeing um, improvements in posture, when I start seeing improvements in eye contact and in eye movements, then I know that other things are happening too, right? The be behaviors that we want are happening too, right? So <clears throat> when I do a re-exam on him next week, and I'm, I'm, even though we haven't done it yet, I already know because of what I'm seeing that we're going to see these measurable progressions in a reasonable time, right? And that's what parents want to see, right? So, so don't, don't make, like, it's lovely to say, um, uh, you know, we want to get rid of your back pain, you know, 80% reduction of back pain in four weeks' time. How do you know that? You can't, like, it, well, but you want to do, you want to, your goal should be something that's measurable, right? So, uh, so improve range of motion. Much better goal than a pain-based goal, right? Because you can't measure... Now, yes, you can use the Uswentries and all those kind of things. And I suppose you can say, I want your Uswentry score to be this instead of this. Okay. But that's like, to me, I like measure... Not, not subjectives that what they're going to circle in. I like measuring something. Your posture is better, right? Because they can come in and they're... We're just talking about back pain. Their pain might be the same. But if their posture... And I've had this happen where the posture is better and the scales are better and the, er, everything that I'm measuring, that I'm physically measuring, not through their words, but through my measurements are better. That's better. And sometimes what happens is very interesting. So they'll come and say, I don't feel that much better. And I'll say, all right, let's, let's check it out and see. So we'll do our re-exam. And then when we do a re-exam report, we say, look at this. This is so cool. Your posture is better. Your weight scales are better. Your balance is better. Your, this is better. Your, this is better. And like, oh my gosh, that's really cool. And all of a sudden, they start to get better because you've told them that they're getting better, right? I can't say it happens all the time, but it's something to understand. It's something to understand. Measurable things, that's what we want to use. <clears throat> so what greater joy can I have than to experience a child who is not talking to say hi and bye to me, to look me in the eyes, to give me a high five, right? Like, you know, for the rest of the class that's not here, like, you're missing out, dude. You're missing out because you can hear this, right? Which I think is awesome. But I want you to feel this, right? Chiropractic isn't, chiropractic is about feeling it, right? It's not about doing it, right? 
the doing of chiropractic is relatively easy, right? Honestly, you know, whether you're using your hands or an activator or a tonal technique or whatever it is, that, that the, the actual physicality of chiropractic, you know, it doesn't take that long to learn, honestly, right? With enough repetition, you're going to be amazing at it. It's the feeling it, right? This is a two-way street, right? When I adjust someone, I'm getting something back in return, right? I adjust this boy, I'm getting back in return because that's what this is all about, right? It's feeling and that's what I want you to get. I want you to feel when, when you're with your patients in clinic, when you're with your patients in your offices or wherever you're at, I want you to feel it, right? Receive. It's not just giving. You're not just giving an adjustment. The adjustment is, I'm, I might be giving the procedure of the adjustment, but there's, when I'm touching that person with my pisiform, my fingers, the activator, whatever it is, I'm receiving also. This is a two-way thing, right? So I want you to really understand that there's no greater joy, right? If you're in this class, if you're listening to this, then you are in the right place, because it's all about feeling. And feeling doesn't mean necessarily touch, right? Like, although touching certainly is helpful to, to get that direct feeling. But I can feel someone when they walk into a room. I can feel someone when I look in their eyes, right? That's what I want you to get at is we're connecting. We're, we're connecting the, the sensory and the motor. We're reconnecting, Right? And that's a feeling because when you recon, you know, when you turn something on, right, you plug it in the wall and it turns on, right, it's like, zzz, right, and that's what happens to people and to kids and pregnant mamas is, right, the power is going back on. As Adrian said before, the power is going back on. And that's what I want you to, to really get as to what we're doing here today.